Welcome to Cigar City Radio, episode number 35. I'm your host, Randy Ojeda, and making the magic happen, a man who's probably about to creep me out, Mr. Jason Solanez. You know what's really magical, Randy? What? When you slowly... Uh, See, I was right. (laughs) See, I called it. I called it. Brings a whole new meaning to... Oh, man. (laughs) Dude. (laughs) For more episodes, head to CigarCityRadio.com or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or whatever your favorite podcast app is. Just search for Cigar City Radio. You can also connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And on all those networks, our username is Cigar City Radio. Cigar City Management has teamed up with Northside Festival to bring the Noche Buena Party Series to Brooklyn. Join us Thursday, June 8th at Gold Sounds for a night of kick-ass music featuring Salt Cathedral, Dirty Dishes, Yucky Duster, Parrot Dream, and the band you're hearing right now, Fruit and Flowers. If you're anywhere near Brooklyn, you don't want to miss this official Northside Festival Showcase. Tickets are available on Ticketfly. For more info, head to CigarCityManagement.com slash Northside. Our guests on this episode are Lynn Thomas and Shelley Simon from Homoground, a network of queer music and media creators. Homoground promotes queer visibility through music, videos, events, and other creative forms of multimedia, including the Homoground podcast, which features music from LGBTQ and allied bands. You can find all 200 plus of their episodes on iTunes and learn more about their mission via homoground.com. So here it is, episode 35. Yeah, right on. All right, so we're joined here by Lynn and Shelly from Homoground Queer Music Radio. Mm-hmm. Right? Hey, what's up? You're also a podcast, yes. so we're we're cross podcasting right now. This is like you know when like in like two become one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, no, it's it's like you know a, a crossover, like when you know DC and Marvel they just like you know, <laughs> JLA versus the Avengers. I'm getting really nerdy. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, yeah. As you should. As yeah. you should. Yeah, I just realized you have cats all over you. Yes, that's why like, I walked not, in here. Not, well, not you literally have tattoos of cats over you. They're cats the of the past that but are forever with me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so, so cool. I walked in here and I was like, oh, I feel like I'm pretty comfortable, pretty at home. I brought my own party with me. With yeah, cats. Yeah. Yeah. My arms. <laughs> yeah. So, so tell us about Homoground. I know you, you've been, you got a lot of episodes out. You've been doing it for a while. It's, and you're putting a spotlight on queer musicians and people, you know, that are not, not the, what the mainstream thinks musicians right. should be and look like, you know? Yeah. And wh- where did Homoground come from? Where did the idea come from? So, it came from the genius mind of Lynn Casper in 2011. Mm-hmm. 
five years last year, six years, yeah, 2011. Um, they were down in North Carolina, and they'd done some previous things like Be Your Own Queero, um, which was a zine. They did like the really, really free market, and they just noticed that there was a lack of their own representation. So yeah. they just took their own initiative and just started it in their apartment in Wilmington, North Carolina. Then three or four years later, moved back or moved up to Brooklyn. Um, I had known them back in North Carolina, kind of like hooked up, and then Shelly came on board. Yeah, it's cool because I graduated from school and communications and was looking for an outlet of some sort, like that being radio or design or whatnot, and came across, I'm a musician as well, so it's like, you know, being queer and a musician and being interested in radio, I was like, there's something out there that's going to combine all of these together. Like, what does that look like? And I looked up, like, queer music on a podcast platform and came across Homo Ground and they were looking for an intern at the time so I reached out and I was like pick me pick me <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly what I've been looking for yeah, like yeah. not only like to take in as entertainment and like news but also like as a project I would love to be like part of a team that would be really cool to be like hey like I work with these guys yeah so uh, and, yeah and then the rest is history right yeah. <laughs> yeah how do you select the music that's on the show so what we'll do is either like musicians will approach us or we'll approach them like via shows or like word of mouth. Uh, beginning stems of it was a lot of word of mouth of other queer musicians wanting a platform to showcase their music. Yeah. So it's all submission based. You know, we'll reach out to artists, be like, hey, I see you. You're doing great stuff. We would love to have your music on the podcast. I would say 50-50 people find us or we find people. And it just in the end, the artist submitting and being like okay cool here's my stuff i can't wait to hear it yeah on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool but it's not just queer musicians and, and bands that you're like you right. you play a right. wide variety of stuff which i think is part of the whole thing right i mm -hmm. mean it's part of the inclusion inclusiveness and, you know it's like over everything it, you'd be just as bad if you were singling out yeah. people that don't identify as queer or, mm -hmm. but definitely have to be allies yeah, 100% yeah. well, down yeah. have to be with like the yeah. cause. Like you're not going to be playing like some frat boy stuff yeah. or anything, you know. <laughs> like, yeah. And it's cool because it's also like not only like like gender and sexuality based, it's a whole spectrum, but also like genre based. So it's not just indie music or not just hip hop music, you know. There's other genres of music that we include where it's like noise based perhaps, you know. Yeah. It is anyone's expression that aligns with our views and what we're trying to you know showcase and support then we're like yeah like we'll play your stuff why not yeah. <laughs> it's an interesting way of being able to showcase these kinds of things you know people are like oh i love podcasts i'm like well what about a music podcast you know it's people already are into this type of medium of entertainment and it's really interesting to be able to like showcase musicians like sounds on there you know it's not typical like spotify or like itunes where it's normal route of releasing music it's like here's a fun way to do this but they still get exposure and it creates a community of sorts and that's what's been even cool the past like few south fires we've been at you know we run yeah. into the same musicians the same people in the scene who are out there doing their own thing but they're like oh we see you and i was like oh, we see you too <laughs> that's cool and then you just had a show was it Tuesday, I think. Yeah, we did an event with uh, Boss Babes Austin and DJ Girlfriend, Girlfriend Austin, and it was involving other zines and collectives and whatnot that are feminist-minded in the whole nine yards. But um, yeah, and then last year, Homo Ground was really lucky to be a part of Dropbox, and they did a podcast house for two days. Sweet. So there was yeah. a panel that um, we did a live episode on, and there's five people that spoke. Lynn Casper, the founder of Homo Ground, spoke mm -hmm. on it with four other people just talking about like 
the queer music scene and like politics of Austin. So that was really cool to yeah. be a part of. You're not from Austin. No, New York. No. Yeah, New York. New York. Based. That's what I thought. So mm. New York for being such a you know progressive open city, there's still a lot of issues going yeah. on. Actually, we had a show um, at last year's Northside Festival that we had to cancel um, because the venue, who will remain nameless, um, but they've since closed, so it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. But they actually put on um, a like Nazi show, mm-hmm. like the like a couple weeks before our show was supposed to happen, like a Nazi, like a pro Nazi rally. I didn't even know that that kind of thing still existed in this right. day and age. I mean, now now, now that now that everywhere. you know Trump is president, now I really know that it still yeah. exists. But I just couldn't believe like we're in New York City and there's a pro Nazi show going on. What right. the hell, man? <laughs> but yeah, and like in terms of that and like representation, like it's something that is under attack right now and it's happening and representation now is like bigger than ever and like if we can create something where somebody in Charleston, South Carolina or Augusta, Georgia doesn't hear their voice heard on like their mainstream top 40 radio, if we're able to like provide them something that gives them like a little bit of hope and like a little bit of something and like maybe a new artist to like cling to, that's really what we're trying to do. So we're, we're trying to like reach out a little bit more and get a little bit more diverse artists um, just so that we give that representation to the, per- you know what I mean? In yeah, like a smaller town. That's that's so great. Cause yeah, cause in New York, like, yeah, there's sure there, there was a Nazi show, but at the same yeah. time, there is a community there for you that you can connect with and, and meet like-minded people that can offer support, you know? But yeah, if you're from, you know, small town, South Carolina and, you know, you don't identify with the people that are around you. Where do you go, you know, to, to feel included? Yeah. So. It's like the Brooklyn bubble is like a joke I hear now and again. Yeah, but I, it's a real thing. It's man. a real yeah. thing. You think we're safe with uh, amongst all these, you know, supporters of certain ideologies that we may follow through with. And then it's funny when something like, you know, last year happens and you're like, boop, bubble pops. You remember that we're all in this together, that even we are in like a very blue area, there are bits of red and it's yeah. important to reach areas that don't have i guess access to as much that you know we do in bigger cities like new york or la or miami or however you be so coming to austin the funny crossroads too because austin's a very progressive city in itself within such a red state yeah but we have to remember you know you go 50 100 200 miles out like you might find somebody that like isn't able to find a let's say escape if you will yeah so having like different media for them to dabble into is awesome yeah i think Patton oswald has that joke about like austin and athens georgia being like a den of sanity like surrounded by like a pile of shit you den know of sanity. Yeah. <laughs> like well somebody said what was the thing about the blueberry yesterday it was like it's like a blue oh god somebody made a hilarious joke about describing austin that it was like a blueberry and like a shit sandwich or something like that <laughs> <laughs> I love the blueberry and like apple pie. I want a blueberry in my sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was it was honestly a much more hilarious uh, joke, but um, (laughs) I've lost. No, no, that mine wasn't good. So I, I think it was our friend William that said it. So William, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry for butchering your joke. uh, I man. The point. I got the point across. Yeah. (laughs) Even with terrestrial radio station, you're not in a place where you can tune in, but right. now you can tune in wherever you are. Yeah, and it's nice because the episodes live on. Yeah. You know, like there's episodes from two years ago that feature musicians that I still listen to, you know, mm-hmm. and I'll go back and listen to them again. And it's nice because it you can tell the progression either in sound or like theology or whatever. So that's what's a great thing about podcasts since there are episodes that are archived and they are around, you can go back and visit them. Yeah. 
Yeah, and you can really take a snapshot of like this is kind of what was going on right then. Yeah. You know, this is a, a representation of the sound. You know, and That's you awesome. can you can see how that changes over time and mm -hmm. everything. What do you feel about the Brooklyn scene right now? Where's it at? The Brooklyn scene. I mean, it's it's always going to be there. I think it was yeah. like Caroline um, from Fruit and Flowers said yesterday it's a necessary city and then you do the work and then the work comes to you yeah i mean it's beautiful i mean the sad thing is a lot of things are closing especially sure. a lot of queer-minded venues are closing um a lot of the diy scene yeah. is yeah Rest coming peace, under Chase stadium yeah, yeah. yeah. Is silent barn please hold on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't go anywhere silent yeah barn. one job yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like that's really that's really scary, but I think that hopefully out of the ashes it'll inspire people to like I don't know. Do you want to finish that? Thought? Yeah, I think it's you know with things opening, things reopening again or things like coming to a new open, there's always like ups and downs of a scene, you know. It's yeah. if it was perfect all the time, it'd be like the Obama yeah. administration when it was perfect all the time. <laughs> 8 years of bliss. No, yeah. but more so like there are times when things were really, really great and we have to really appreciate those times and be, remember to be diligent and like, you know, go out to uh, not as many shows as we can, but whatever we can do. Yeah. Like, well, killing ourselves. But more so like just being out there and being supportive of like our friends, ourselves, other people we may not know and taking that time seriously, not being like, oh, it's always going to be there because, yeah. you know, you wake up one morning, you find out your favorite venue is closing and it's like, wait a minute. And I yeah. moved up there. I mean, I'm brand new up there of like a year or two. Mm. But it's so great to see so many venues up there that speak out to so many different artists coming yeah. from a small town in the South where it's like one or two venues maybe that yeah. like, it's like every month there's a great like diverse show and it's like you get a crazy turnout because of that. So it's just important to like not lose faith in the fact like a lot of stuff is closing For but sure. it's like, no, it's a, it's a full circle. It's like good times, yeah. bad times, yeah, was, ugly times. Yeah, yeah, I moved up the year Death by Audio closed. Oh, man, Death by Audio. What a place. <laughs> and, and everybody thought that was going to be the end of New York. But yeah. then like four years later, mm -hmm. five years later, Market Hotel reopened. Yeah. And like that energy came back. And like, so yeah, I was there for like the first death. And I do think that right now it's like not so great. And DIY everywhere is under attack. Yeah. And that's really scary because those are some of the most inclusive spaces. Yeah. And we need those spaces, and we need you those know, spaces especially to when, you know, the, the National Endowment for the Arts and things are getting exactly. cut. You know, like there's like there's going to be a lot less of these, quote unquote, official spaces for people's voices to be heard. So there needs to be underground spots, DIY spots where people can do it, you know. It reminds me, it's almost like it's like Prohibition era, you know, right. it's like it's, but with music, you know, like we yeah. can't we can't really express our music in the way that we want to. So we got to do it without, you know, without the man getting involved. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It's like hearing about, again, things like the night of like you just know it's on this day. Where is it going to be kind of thing? And that's yeah. interesting because that mentality like transfers over to different cities. You know, you go traveling, you go to a city like, say, like Portland and it's like, I want to go to a show. What are some shows happening? Oh, like some of these main venues have closed, but like, oh, there's other smaller venues, like word of mouth kind of things. Yeah. And that breeds a sense of community that's really, really fun to be a part of. Yeah, because you really have to find out about it. You know? Yeah, yeah, like, like you said, you do the work and the good work comes back to you or something like that, which yeah. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah, shout out to Caroline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's wise, man. Yeah, we can gush about fruit and flowers all day. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're the homies, but... 
That's that's cool. I, I know you just had them on the show, right? You just mm-hmm. played some, some of their stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're super kind and submitted some tunes. And what my favorite thing about these special episodes with South By is the, these bands are basically on tour for like a month. Yeah. You know, they make their time coming out west worth it. Yes. You know, and it's so cool like to see the crossing paths. Like one band will be like in New Orleans on a Tuesday, and then another band I know will be there on a Wednesday. So yeah. it's like they're like chasing each other in a great way or like, starting a fire and just keeps adding to the fire you know so a lot of bands on this uh southern route if you will maybe going over to california or whatever it's a really neat experience and a great time to travel it's not summer and it's a million degrees in a van yeah yeah sure well like new york is under like a foot of snow so now's the time to come to texas (laughs) yeah sorry everybody Yeah, it's even cold in. We're from Florida. It's even cold in Florida today, of all it's places. Like it's like 35 degrees what? there. That's like the coldest it gets. That's what they get. That's what they get. <laughs> yeah. What's up now? Yeah. What's up now? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that, so you've been coming to South by for a couple of years. You said. Do you still feel like this this conference, this event, this festival, whatever you want to call South by Southwest, is it still important? What do you think? I think it's more important for the cities around Austin than it is for the South by Southwest Festival. I mean, South by Southwest gives places like Beaumont, Texas, Mm -hmm. like a steady run of shows and like other surrounding towns, which is like really sweet. But I'm not sure if South by is, I mean, it's obviously not what it was and it's becoming more and more commercialized and more and more branded. And that's just my personal opinion. And it's and with the internet now, it's like democratized music in like sure. a beautiful way, where you don't necessarily need to come to Austin, yeah, um, to do your own thing and to get noticed. But I think I think what's cool about it though too is like everybody's telling us that this is the most low key South by in a long time. I yeah. think like last year it kind of hit its peak, and now it's like you know a lot of these bigger brands have either scaled down their presence or just they're not here at all. So it allows like you know you know, other events and, and off off the beaten path shows and, and brands and companies to like actually have a spotlight, you yeah. know, and that's what this whole thing was all about in the beginning was, you know, up and coming independent bands getting discovered, you know. I think so. it's cool, too, because a lot of the shows I would be wanting to see and like like we would want to see and like that other like our listeners want to see aren't exactly official because there isn't yeah. that space for these kinds of artists yet. So a lot of them are playing events that a lot of people can go to, you know, which is nice. And it's also like a big reunion of sorts. Like we see people from all around the country who are able to come meet up, you know, and yeah. be like, what have you been doing all winter? What have you been working on? Sure, and sure. it's super fun. And I think there's different levels of South by that apply to like different kinds of people, you know, like yeah. for tech, I think it's amazing. I think it's really, really cool for them to show off what they've been doing. And again, that's, you know, a realm of like, certain seriousness where they like you know business have a big part of it you know whereas music it's like how music has always been you know you randomly go to a bar you see a band you're like i actually really like this band like yeah. and they're like playing try and play as many shows as they can too yeah, so yeah. it's like you hit a random show on a like tuesday at two o'clock you find a band you love that's what's so cool is there's still that mentality of like 
just a lot of different stuff to choose from, I guess. Yeah, no, I, and I love that. And that's what's cool about the unofficial shows and the, like, you know, the the highly curated shows. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we had our, our party last night, Noche Buena, and there's a guy that kept coming up to me because he knew, you know, we put the show together. And he was like, what was that last band? What was what were they called? And he had, a, you know, his little notes app on his iPhone. He was writing down, like, fruit and flowers, you know? <laughs> like, and it's, it's cool to see that, that somebody can just, like, walk into a venue not knowing what they're going to see and see like a diverse range of awesome bands and yeah and you hit a clientele that you wouldn't normally hit if you're in new york i mean again it's new york there are a lot of people traveling and stuff that will come to your shows but sure, like, yeah it's new york you also have like new york friends that would come out and stuff like that but down here you could find someone from australia that's here for tech that randomly shows up at an event on like a tuesday or that guy could be from fairbanks alaska then show up to your event because he has a night off from playing in a band today you know yeah yeah so that's really cool to have the like depth of reaching that many people within such a like short amount of time yeah because i mean there's a giant a giant community of music lovers that are all at the same place at the same time Mm -hmm. so you know you know something cool is going to happen and that well that's that to me is my favorite part about South by is that there's so much happening there's obviously no way you can take it all in yeah. but everybody can see something totally different but it's still something totally cool you know Yeah it's, one of my uh, friends uh that came by the event the other day I was like I'm going to catch one of your sets they're playing like five or six sets and she's like go see music you don't see in New York like, yeah. go see bands that aren't from New York she's like you've seen me plenty of times we'll hang out again but go see something new because that's what you're here for and it's free and bands are just out there and just like want to spread their music. So I'm like, again, that mentality. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that mentality. That's so cool. What else you got going on for the week? Um, you got some stuff you were going to hit up today and like tomorrow and stuff like that, right? And then, yeah. And then Homo Ground is doing a photo booth with Lesbian Wedding on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, sweet. It was a really cool event when DJ Girlfriend. Um, I love that name, DJ Girlfriend. Me too. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not hip. I'm not, I need to get to know DJ Girlfriend. <laughs> They're awesome. Ezra helped put on the Empress event on Tuesday, and they do a lot of events in Austin. They do like them and they, they and them at Volstead every Wednesday. Okay. It's like an all inclusive dance party, which is super awesome to have. And they've been doing a lot of other events that. Like with Planned Parenthood and going like the state house, very politically active, super cool person. Um, there's the that's what she said showcase today. I'm gonna hit up uh, at some point, and I know um, Don Giovanni's doing something tonight. Yeah. So it's cool because a lot of the artists that Homo Ground has featured are of different genres and different, I guess you know places like around the country. So they're playing a lot of different showcases. Yeah. So it's cool to be able to check out those different avenues of sorts. Um, but yeah, kind of just like taking the road and seeing where it takes me, you know, it's cool. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. That's so cool. And I'm, it's just awesome to be here, right? Yeah. 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 The weather's been great, a little overcast, but that's totally fine. Yeah. And again, it's just cool to meet up with great people doing awesome things like you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is like, a cool setup. Yeah. I mean, we've been Facebook friends for a while and it's right, like yeah. now I finally get to put a face in the name and, yeah, and meet and, you in person. And that's, that's what's so cool. so cool about like being down here is again, like meeting people and being like, this is who I am outside the screen. This is who yeah. our like team is. This is who like we want to meet, you know? And that's what's really important, I think, about the internet. Why it is a great thing to connect people. It's also like we have to remember those like 
in real life stuff, like feeling this pen, feeling this table, or yeah. petting that cat, like the real things. Yeah, yeah, definitely petting the cats. Petting that's the, the cats, thing. the whole reason we're here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. But that's but that's the thing, though. The world is so digital now. We're all locked into our screen. That and that that's why I think something like South by Southwest is still important oh. because you get to actually experience live music in a very real way, mm -hmm. you know. And there, you can't beat that. <laughs> or tacos. Can't beat tacos. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Petting the cats is the whole reason we're here. Yeah. <laughs>